What's up, y'all, and welcome to the ninth episode of Something Challenge Related. What am I doing in the house with these people? It's time to just bring the Barbie beast back. Killer Cam is out now. I'm ready. I cannot believe that including the preseason rankings, this is the 10th episode I'm putting out. For real, the fact y'all are listening means the world, so I cannot thank you enough. Keep spreading the word. Today, I'm going to be breaking down episode 9 of the challenge Double Agents, Lady Vengeance. I'll cover an absolute challenge classic, trivia, Cam's revenge plot, and the political tensions of the house beginning to escalate. Just a little reminder, there will be spoilers ahead, and with that, we're diving right in. We have a pretty robust introduction section this episode, so we've got a lot of content to break down. We start with the boys taunting Cory for not having a gold skull. I'm honestly a little surprised Cory hasn't fought harder to get down there yet. He was hungry in Total Madness, but has been playing a little more reserved this season. I guess in his defense he's been voted down like a million times, and it's just always been a women's elimination, but it felt like every time he was voted down he was not prepared to compete. I think there's a shift in strategy this season because it'd potentially be advantageous to wait to see who gets the skulls, then attack the person who you think is going to be the most vulnerable. It's a bit of a pivot from Total Madness, and will be interesting to see if any sort of purge gets in the way of people's plans. We then get a little bit of background setup for today's deliberation. Amber M is the first female rogue agent of the season and is subsequently immune from elimination. That makes Gabby fear for herself and some of the other rookie girls since Amber M has been a hot topic to say the least. <laughs> so people will be scrambling for another target. Amber M and Gabby have also realized that Amber B's loyalties are really with Big Brother, ew, so begin to question their positioning with her. These rookie girls are starting all kinds of drama this season, and personally, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> this is why the challenge needs to keep filling the house with people who are young and hungry. Don't get me wrong, I love the vets, but sometimes they just look tired. It's ten times more fun if people look like they're just having a blast in there, getting in fights, playing the game, running shit, etc, etc. So speaking of vets versus rookies, Cam and Nani have a little conversation about how Nani would like to avoid Teresa in the crater at all costs. <laughs> Since she clocked her in Battle of the Exes 2, she'd prefer go against any rookie, but would be the most concerned about Gabby because Gabby's hella fit. Cam is chatting through this with her, and also making it known that if Teresa thinks she's getting one of these layups to get her gold skull, then she is mistaken. I really think you can make a case for Cam being one of the strongest strategic players in challenge history. Well, honestly one of the strongest challengers overall, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> she is focused on trying to get the strong competitors against one another, which is not something people were doing last season. People were hyper-focused on trying to get their own skull and figuring out who they were going to go up against, but they were blinded to the fact that people like Jenny and Bananas had really easy rides to the final. We then get a hilarious battle of the Ambers. Amber M cracks me up, y'all. Her ass really just goes, so I want you to know that I don't like fake bitches, and I think you fall in that category. That I was, I literally, I don't even, I, I can't find the words. I love Amber B, but Amber M's delivery, iconic. This little fight juxtaposed with the serious conversation between Teresa and Corey is honestly everything I love about the challenge. It's fun and entertaining and is the best competition out there, but it also showcases these real issues that people are struggling with. Teresa talks to Corey about her postpartum depression and the paranoia surrounding having children, never feeling like you can even sleep without fear of something happening to them when you're not paying attention. This isn't something I've ever conceptualized. I can't imagine that gripping depression, coupled with society's expectation you're supposed to be relentlessly euphoric, you've been given the gift of a child. This just proves how strong Teresa is and how commendable it was that she came back to really compete this season. 
Corey also talks about how it's great to hear this because it helps him better understand Cheyenne, who you may remember from being partnered with Devin on Rivals 3, and Taylor, who you may remember from the first season of X on the Beach, the two moms to his two baby girls. A powerful moment between two challenge icons. Lastly, we get a bit more conflict between the rookie girls as we go into one of the best challenges of every challenge season, trivia. Today's challenge is called Interrogation and is a challenge classic. I love these people so much, but y'all, sometimes during these trivia challenges, I'm like, are y'all good? <laughs> so basically, the partners are going to split up into two heats and be hanging high above the water on a weird metal pole contraption. TJ will be asking them true or false trivia questions, and if they get it wrong, their contraption is going to tilt closer to the water, making it harder to hold on. But if they get it right, they can choose who to sabotage, and that person will tilt closer to the water. This challenge is truly the intersection of TJ's sadistic pleasures. Challengers having to hang high over water, answer trivia questions, and betray one another? You can't convince me that TJ doesn't run one of the lesser circles of hell. He would do a very good job there. <laughs> so in the first heat, people are beginning to show their cards. Devin is targeting Anissa to try and dismantle Big Brother, and Kyle is coming for Cora to try to prevent him and Teresa from winning. We also see Darrell literally about to pass out. This poor man. He's just out here trying to live his life, and MTV just finds another excuse to dangle him high above a body of water. <laughs> so, as the challenge progresses, Anissa is the first to fall from the first heat, followed quickly by Kyle after CT gets the easiest question in the world. That's the funniest part to me about these stupid trivia questions. Some of them are impossible. Like, I don't know how much Mount Everest grows every year, but then you get this easy-ass question, like, can anyone other than the quarterback throw the ball in football? I am a homosexual, and I still knew that that question was one of the easiest you could have gotten. Nonsense. Then Nani and CT also quickly fall, and a wrong answer from Corey, and he's right behind them. A few more questions run through. Casey, girl, the wolves, vegetarian... I can't. <laughs> and Lolo and Casey drop, leaving Darrell and Devin as the last two in the first heat. Darrell gets two back-to-back -back questions right in an impressive showing, and so that, combined with the wrong answer from Devin, seals his fate and Darrell wins the first heat. Who would have known that unicorns were the official animal of Scotland? Maybe I should consider moving there. <laughs> so Heat 2 also sees people losing their shit about how high up they are. And by people, namely Big T. Similarly to Darrell, I need to have MTV stop torturing this poor girl. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure on Teresa to win this heat because Corey could not pull it out in the first one. And since it's almost definitely a woman's elimination, that puts Teresa in an extremely vulnerable state if she doesn't win. Teresa shows she has a heart because <laughs> Big T is legit sobbing. And so when Teresa gets one right, she tosses it to Amber B instead of Big T, who was her original target. Fessy, however, does not have a heart because he literally just clocked her without hesitating. And Big T gutturally screams as she plunges into the water below. Very cold. <laughs> Amber B and Gabby are lobbing jabs back and forth at one another, but this group seems to be getting a lot of questions wrong. And then finally, once they start to get them right, you can tell they're coming after Teresa. Amber B, who has clearly never seen a James Bond movie, is the next to fall after thinking that the MI6 is in the United States. <laughs> and then Amber B is kind of replaced by Josh in this exchange with Gabby. Not really sure why. And then Teresa's next to fall after not knowing that Broccoli was once banned from the White House, which in her defense, I certainly didn't know. <laughs> and that puts her in a tough spot as the clear target. The Josh and Gabby rivalry comes to a tragic end when both of them plummet into the water below <laughs> after a few more rounds. Leroy falls next, leaving Cam, Fessy, and Nam, who are all basically parallel to the water at this point, so I am very impressed, as the final three of this heat. Fessy gets a question right, but can't fire off a sabotage because he falls off before he gets the chance. 
Cam then keeps getting warnings for grabbing the sides of the contraption, which I guess is against the rules, and unfortunately one more incident disqualifies her, leaving Nam as the winner of the second heat. That leaves our overall challenge winner between Nam on behalf of him and Lolo, and Darrell on behalf of him and Amber B. TJ gives us one of his infamous dramatic pauses before announcing that Darrell and Amber B are this week's double agents. What does that mean for Teresa, or the rookie girls, who Amber B has begun to turn on? Well, let's dive in. Also, let it be known, I am intentionally breezing past this whole Burger King situation. I refuse to give that any of my airtime. I'm not gonna go and play kiss-ass to anyone here to save myself. I am one of the strongest girls here, and I will beat them in the final if I get there. So, bring it on, girls. I need to get a gold skull anyways. So Darrell is deferring to his partner for this section because it's basically guaranteed to be a woman's elimination since Amber M is the rogue agent. Amber B reveals her intentions to try and get her gold skull depending on who the house vote is and what the elimination game is in the crater. <laughs> in the Coachella Dome, <laughs> Gabby is stressing because people are suddenly sucking up to Amber B now that she has power, which is just <laughs> such a challenge classic. So she plots with Amber M and Kyle to try to get Teresa as the house target. Amber B and Nani chat between the pros and cons of throwing Gabby in versus Teresa, and Queen Nani makes her move. Amber B is leaning toward Gabby because of their growing rivalry, but Nani is like, nah dog. <laughs> Teresa is a threat and an athlete and will win the final if she gets there. Y'all keep sleeping on Nani while she and Cam run this game. So Nani also thinks the only people who have a good chance against Teresa are Casey and Lolo, and I think she's right. I think Nani and Cam both have a good chance too, but obviously neither is going to go down because Nani has lost to her before and Cam already has her gold skull. This also brings Amber B back to the aerial drop challenge when Teresa lit her ass up for not throwing the challenge to protect Jay. Again, I'm getting, I'm not here to throw challenges, I'm here to win them, tattooed right on my forehead. <laughs> in honor of Amber B. <laughs> we then see Amber B in her 19th fight of the episode with Gabby, who has heard her name thrown around and is feeling some type of way about it. Then, Teresa confides in Nam the same issues Gabby has. People are all of a sudden buddy-buddy with Amber B, but Teresa is not going to beg. Queen T does not beg, and knows she might as well just use this opportunity to try to get her gold skull. We also start to get a glimpse of Casey wanting to go in, which falls in line with the plan Nani discussed with Amber B. Say what you want about Casey, but the girl competes. Is she boring? Maybe. Did she cheat on her girlfriend last season? Also maybe. <laughs> but she is a strong competitor who is not afraid to go down in the sand and get dirty. That is the last we get of this section before we head into deliberation and voting. The fact that nobody is telling Teresa that she's being voted in is all she really needs to know to know that she's absolutely going in. We start off deliberation with a hilarious exchange between Nani and Teresa, where Teresa's like, Nani, not this week, and Nani's like, nope, maybe next week, and I'm, I was like, what is going on? I was cringing, I was laughing, y'all, I was really having a hard time figuring out how I felt about that. Then there's some awkward silence, and Teresa finally breaks it and asks the house if she's being voted in. Amber M, being the beast that she is, looks her dead in the eye and is like, that's what I'm doing. Amber M is killing me, y'all. I mean, Teresa could eat her for breakfast, but that does not scare her away from looking at her and being like, your ass is going down there, and what are you gonna do about it? Like, damn, y'all. Leroy then makes a comment about people needing to realize that the gold skull opportunities are running out, and if you're not trying to get voted in, you're playing the game wrong because you don't know how many tries there are left. Lolo then interjects and talks about how she knows she's an athlete and can compete, but alludes to knowing her weaknesses, maybe admitting some frustrations with her social and political game, and that cuts into the voting. Our voting montage is pretty straightforward this week. Votes are coming toward Corey and Teresa left and right. <laughs> Even Teresa is like, alright, well, good luck to me. So then Amber B and Darrell are brought into the chamber, and we get confirmation that basically the entire house voted Corey and Teresa into the crater. Darrell is trying to talk up Amber B to go down against Teresa, and I 
get it, but also Teresa is one of the fiercest competitors in the game. With so many layups still in the house, I'm actually with Amber B in that I think it's smarter to pass on this opportunity and pit two strong women against each other like Cam and Nani were plotting. It shows like how genuine Darrell is. <laughs> He's like, but why wouldn't you compete? We won. This is an easy one plus one equals two, which is very cute, but Darrell, I really think you should let Amber B take the reins on this one. <laughs> Another fitness montage that reminds me how out of shape I am as we head into the crater. This is really hard. This sand is really, really thick. It is cold out, but I have got to keep going. I gotta do it for my family, my people back at home, the LGBT community representing because no matter what you go through, I, I want people to know that you, you can push through. Don't let anybody underestimate you. The crater reveals Teresa and Corey as this week's house vote, and Amber M wants to pass up this opportunity, which is frustrating to Darrell. I wonder if this is going to have some implications on their partnership down the line, but again, I do agree with Amber B on this one. So, with her passing up on the opportunity, she tosses her vote to Casey and Leroy. And Darrell follows suit, and then after another fakeout from TJ, which I am going to kill this man, <laughs> we learn that it is in fact a woman's elimination, and that gives us what we all saw coming, Casey versus Teresa. Tonight's elimination is snapping point. The elimination Devin got his gold skull in when he took out Wes. But this time it has a twist. Players are going to be attached by a rope and start in the middle of a giant circle in the sand. What they're trying to do is reach a set of rings and place them on three posts that are on the opposite sides of the circle. But since they're going opposite directions, it's going to act as kind of like a tug of war. This is another challenge classic, and this is actually one that I don't know if y'all remember, Teresa bodied in free agents against Camilla, who, despite being a problematic person, is certainly one of the strongest female competitors in challenge history. So, Teresa's set up really well this time. So we enter the elimination, and she has an interesting strategy. She's really trying to hold her ground and hope that Casey will gas out. While Casey's taking a much more aggressive approach, she wants to try to get the furthest, most difficult post first to try to set the tone for the rest of the elimination. Casey is successful and gets one of the three rings down, while Teresa still does her best to keep gassing Casey out. I personally don't understand Teresa's strategy. I'm not sure if it has to do with the editing, or if it was really that hard to go against Casey's brute strength, but she doesn't seem to be making much progress. There are moments that she does burst forward, but certain angles make it look like she's not getting any closer to the posts. So Casey quickly gets a second ring on her post, and then shuffles back over to the rings to try and snag the third one. Teresa keeps fighting, holding strong, and proving how tough of a competitor she really is, but Casey manages to get that third ring, which wins her the elimination, sends Teresa home, and earns Casey the third gold skull for the woman. I am so sad, y'all. I really hope Teresa accepts another call to come back, but I guess only time will tell. So Casey having a gold skull means this whole Big Brother alliance is sitting pretty right now, with Josh's skull for taking out Michi, Machi, I need to stop fucking that up, <laughs> and Fessy's skull for betraying Nelson. Don't think we've forgotten about that, Fester. Particularly for the men, that would incentivize me to target Josh and Fessy to steal, because that's a large voting block, and if you ignore them and focus on getting your own skull, you're really giving them an easy ride to the final. That leaves only two women's skulls up for grabs, with six ladies still needing to go in. Amber B, Amber M, Gabby, Big T, Nani, and Lolo. I'm predicting another woman's elimination next week, but who knows, TJ's acting all kinds of crazy this season. So sliding into this week's award ceremony... For those new to the show, I give out four awards each episode. Worst moment, best moment, quote from the GOAT, and player of the episode. Diving right in, the worst moment for me has to be Teresa going home. I really hope this isn't the last we see of Teresa. It was such a pleasure watching her come back and show these losers how it's done. I know she looked unhappy at times, but at the same time, she really felt like she was in her element, and her storyline this season was very powerful coming from a challenge icon. I'm just very sad to see her go. 
The best moment for me had to have been Cory and Teresa bonding over the trials and tribulations of parenthood. That moment of authenticity reminds me of Cam's conversation about identity in the season premiere. Postpartum depression just isn't talked about that often, especially in these kinds of settings, so to give it such center stage in a show that's really just more focused on drama and nonsense really goes to show like the impact and the power that the challenge really does have. The best quote for me, which is arguably less moving, is when Amber M walked up to Amber B and was like, if there's one thing I don't like, it's fake bitches, and I feel like you fall into that category. Amber M has been fierce this season. She is not afraid to confront people, to fight, to politic. It's hilarious, and this is exactly what I love to see in a rookie. And then for me, player of the episode is Teresa. I won't overstate the point here, but Teresa fighting to stay alive and showing us how much of a competitor she really is, on top of all of the golden content she's given us this season, she was player of the episode by far. This week, I do have three honorable mentions. The first is Cam. Cam's plan worked, y'all. She is not fucking around this season, and I'm hoping we see the payoff of her labors and get her that title. Second is Amber B. She did not stand down today to a lot of the nonsense that was kind of circulating around her, and she really used her power to make a game-changing move on the woman's side, and that was very commendable, especially for a rookie. And last is Darrell. Darrell just really conquered his fears today, holding strong in a challenge that was really for his partner because we basically knew it was a girl's day. Great job, Darrell. My closing thoughts are, y'all, that mid-season trailer was fire. I cannot wait for the rest of this season. We have so much more fun stuff coming, so with that, take care of yourself. Hopefully we'll see you in the future, all right?